0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Monday, October 24th, brought to you by Bravo AgriFinance. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Newsom debates Dolly, Ag tech startups compete and FDA addresses healthy questions. Newsom debates Dolly in governor's race. The first and only debate of the gubernatorial race took place yesterday afternoon. KQED hosted the hour-long event on radio, streamed online as well. At the same time, California's two NFL teams took to the field. From the onset, Governor Newsom touted the billions the state has dedicated for inflation relief and climate investments. He charged that GOP Senator Brian Dolly of Bieber has consistently opposed wildfire investments and climate policies and has doubled down on the talking points of big oil. Dolly countered that Newsom's policies, quote, aren't doing anything to help the climate while driving up gas and electricity costs. Dolly's campaign has received not one cent from the oil industry, he added, as he called for lowering California's 54-cent gas tax, in turn reducing food prices and other costs. Newsom, framing his arguments in the context of national politics, responded that Florida, Indiana, and Texas have higher electricity rates than California. With water issues, Dolly pushed for investing more state dollars into constructing sites reservoir while Newsom pointed to Prop 1 investments and recent federal spending for the project proposal. Ag tech startups lined up for pitch competition. Three companies will compete next month for $250,000 in prize money at the annual Ag Sharks pitch competition. Hosted by Western Growers and S2G Ventures, the event takes place in Las Vegas before a live audience of growers and industry leaders. One company is using nanotechnology to replace chlorine in post-harvest wash. Nut Jobs is transforming shells and hulls into alternatives to plastic products. And a third finalist offers data solutions to precision water and nutrient management. Past winters have brought their products to development. One of them, Burrow, drew attention at the FIFRA USA Robotics Conference last week with its autonomous cart. Vilsack, debt assistance offers more opportunities for help. The Biden administration's top ag official says $800 million in debt relief announced earlier this week will not only help distressed farmers facing foreclosure, but provide, quote, opportunities for more farmers to receive help. Speaking on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers, Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack said even for producers who are already current on their existing USDA loans, the relief will have its benefits. In essence, what folks get out of this is we'll reduce the amount of foreclosure activity that's involved with USDA and doing so will lower the subsidy rate which will mean that we'll be able to utilize the resources that congress provides for loans to help more farmers he said you can read our full report at agripulse.com we'll have more agripulse daybreak after this, when you work with Robo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value. Connecting vision. Bravo AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Analyst. Senate up in the air as Dems face political headwinds. Republicans appear to be getting some momentum in the final weeks of the congressional campaigns. But the battle for control of the Senate could still go either way. And the outcome may not be known until after a runoff in Georgia. That's the assessment of Jessica Taylor an analyst for the Cook Political Report. In a briefing on the Senate races, Taylor said economic issues appear to have taken center stage, bringing Democrats off the sugar high they had after the Dobbs abortion decision and the passage of key legislation. The battle for control of the Senate appears likely to hinge on races in three states, Georgia, Nevada, and Pennsylvania, He said, and the Georgia race, where Senate Ag member Raphael Warnock is running against Republican Herschel Walker, likely to go to a December 6 runoff, she said. The bottom line? I still think the most likely outcome is a gain of either plus one for Democrats or plus two for Republicans, Taylor said. But a 50-50 split or a 51-49 either way is still possible. The Senate is now split 50-50, giving Democrats effective control of the chamber since they hold the vice presidency. FDA briefs stakeholders on proposed healthy claim. FDA officials fielded questions Friday from industry stakeholders about the agency's proposed rule to update regulations for labeling foods as healthy. The new rule is designed to align the healthy label more closely with the federal dietary guidelines. Foods that wouldn't qualify for the claim include yogurt with excessive added sugars and some fortified breakfast cereals. Several questioners wanted to know if foods with low-calorie sugar substitutes or other such ingredients could still obtain a healthy claim. Sarah Gebauer, a nutritionist in the FDA Nutrition Science Review branch, said they could if they meet the requirements for an eligible food group. Vincent de Jesus, a nutritionist at FDA's Nutrition Assessment and Evaluation Branch, noted the FDA is considering developing a symbol that could be used with healthy food labels. If the agency goes forward with that idea, the agency will start a new notice and comment process separate from the current one on the regulations for healthy labeling, he said. Lawmakers seek tax on foreign-owned farms in the U.S. Two Arizona House Democrats want to place a 300% excise tax on crops grown by foreign companies in areas experiencing prolonged drought. Representatives Ruben Gallagher and Raul Grijalva proposed the tax last week through a bill they call Domestic Water Protection Act. In a release, the two lawmakers specifically called out the Saudi Arabia company that grows alfalfa using Arizona groundwater, while Arizona experiences the driest conditions in centuries. Our water is being given away in a sweetheart deal with Saudi Arabia, Galago said in, a, in the release. We need to act to stop our state from being sucked dry by a nonsensical agreement. EPA ordered to respond to CAFO petition. The Environmental Protection Agency has been given a deadline to respond to a lawsuit seeking to force EPA to address the issue of Clean Water Act regulation rules for concentrated animal feeding operations. Technically, environmental groups filed a petition of the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Ninth Circuit asking the court to order EPA to respond to its 2017 petition. The court found the legal petition, quote, raises issues that warrant an answer and has ordered EPA to respond by November 2nd. The petition, filed in May 2017, provided a roadmap for EPA to close loopholes that have enabled CAFOs to avoid regulation and to make permits stronger and more effective, Food and Water Watch said last month. Well, here's today's He Said It. There's nobody that cares more about the climate than myself. I'm a farmer. I'm in tune with the climate every day. That's Senator Brian Dolly. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, October 24th, brought to you by Bravo AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Daly.